Junior Jewels. I'm Carly. And I'm Jess. And we are the hosts of Typical Tuesday Night, a, a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift podcast. podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Typical Tuesday Night Podcast. It has been so cool. We know we have a lot of new Junior Jewels around here. If you don't know, that's what we call all of our listeners. But if you are scrolling on Apple right now, and you're browsing and you scroll down under the four Swifties, our 1989 album overview is the first one that pops up. So I think we've had a lot of new listeners. So we just kind of wanted to say hello and welcome. So I'm Carly. And I'm Jess. Just so that you kind of can get to know us. And we're happy that you are here. So we want to introduce today's topic. And it's a juicy one. Very juicy. Juicier even than we thought when yeah. we decided to do this, but we're talking about Harry Styles and Taylor Swift's relationship. We're taking you through the whole thing, everything there is to know from start to finish, and it's good. It's way more than we thought, too. <laughs> yes. So I don't know for you, but for me, I, well, when 1989 originally came out, yeah. In that time of my Swiftyhood, Swiftyhood, <laughs> I I had always been just very passionate about Taylor's music, and yeah. I kind of was uninterested in the rest of it. Yeah. Like I didn't care about anything outside just the music, like who she was dating or the pop culture or what who the songs were about. Yeah, I just loved her music. Um, I even remember at one point my mom had asked me like. Oh, Taylor Swift's dating this like Tom guy, like <laughs> referencing Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And I didn't even know who he was. And so, and I was just like, I don't know. You're like, she, okay. like I, I literally just didn't know. Yeah. It wasn't really till reputation <laughs> that I started to really care about that yeah. stuff and notice it easier yeah. and those kinds of things. So yeah. for me, Harry and Taylor, they just, they dated and yeah. then they didn't. Yeah. And she, wrote style about him and out of the woods and they got in a snowmobiling accident that's what i knew yeah for sure well it's interesting because i feel like i was a lot more interested in who she was dating and like which songs are about which people and having the like secret messages that like really interested me to like try and figure out who each of the songs are about but even knowing all of that i still feel like i basically knew they got together for a couple of months. They had the snow bill, bill accident. She left on a boat. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. Oh, and that like everybody thought it was a PR stunt. Yes. Like that's what I remember. And then we just moved on. She wrote a couple songs, her 1989 about him. And that was that. Yeah. And if you're listening and you feel like that's about all you know too, keep listening because. Oh my gosh. Way more. I would personally say. That Taylor Swift's relationship with Harry Styles is easily her most complicated relationship she's ever had. Oh, yeah. And like after, like we deep dived into this, you guys, like I cannot even believe the amount of information we are going to share with you. And it is not what I thought. No. It is so much longer and so much more complicated. Yes. So let's dive in. Okay. So. To start off, to help kind of keep things straight, because it can get a little confusing, we're going to just give a really, really brief, about as brief as it gets, yeah. timeline 
of their relationship in the episode and upcoming episodes are going to be giving a timeline of their relationship from meeting to breaking up and beyond. But before we start, we are going to just give you main events in a nutshell. So Taylor and Harry meet in the spring of 2012. And then Red, the Red album released the fall of 2012. And Taylor and Harry dating rumors were confirmed November 2012. So those all happened fairly consecutively. And then in January 2013, they broke up. And 1989 released the fall of 2014. So about a year and a half later. I think, I guess we were talking about this before, but we we forget that oh harry she did not date harry during the 1989 era of like the 1989 era that we're referring to is like when the album was out yeah but the era that it was written about is was during red him. so it's kind of confusing. it really gets confusing i know but like even just looking at that brief timeline i think that's what most people just assume the whole thing is yeah because that's exactly what I said. So it's just crazy because their dated time. Like three months. Yeah. Like, if you just look at that, they dated three months. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like their time together seems super short, but you guys, we're going to get into it because there's a lot more than we realized. And then also, we feel like it's important to note their ages. Yeah. Both of them are huge pop stars at this point. And I think because of that, we view them with like, a different kind of maturity but when we really take a step back and look at their ages it kind of brings the perspective yeah into the picture because taylor when they met she was only 22 and harry was only 18 so they yeah. are young like they are so young and i think their age really plays a role in how their entire relationship oh out. for sure Oh, absolutely. I mean, you even just think of like an 18 year old boy. Yeah. And I don't even feel like we can be upset at like either one of them for like whatever happens and we'll dive more into it. So that'll make more sense. But I just am like, well, think he's of 18. Think of an 18 year old boy being, yeah, they're for lack of a better word, dumb. Yeah. No, absolutely. Can you imagine being an 18 year old boy that's literally the most wanted? Yeah. I think it was, I read Rolling Stones said that Harry Styles was considered That's the so most crazy. wanted man like in the world. <sighs> and oh. to have that at 18, yeah. everyone throwing themselves. Oh, at for you. sure. Like everybody yeah. wants you. And so Maybe. that puts him in a really interesting position. Yeah. That's like a hard position. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man. Okay. Well, let's just jump into this timeline. So we're going to go back to the beginning. So March of 2012, Taylor and Harry attend and they meet backstage at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. And this is kind of funny, but of all people, Justin Bieber, who was dating Selena Gomez at the time, seemingly confirmed that Taylor had a crush on Harry. He told the Mirror shortly after the award show, he was like, I know one of the biggest artists in the world thinks that Harry is so hot. And he like wouldn't name names or anything, but he added that he had been sworn to secrecy. And then later that week, Justin Bieber invites both Taylor and One Direction to his LA mansion where they like swam in the pool and just kind of hang out. So that was kind of initially the jump of it. And if we kind of go forward just a little bit for a interview in 2013, 
uh, Taylor Swift's source did tell Vanity Fair that Taylor and Harry's fling did begin in early April 2012. So a lot of people didn't realize that, but apparently the source says in early April 2012, which makes sense because they met in March. Yeah, they met know? and then they kind of like, it sounded like kind of like an immediate yeah. spark. Of oh, interest. for sure. And they were like, hmm, you know. Yeah, exactly. And they that source says they hung out one weekend before One Direction left um, New York for Sydney, Australia. So I think that they may have been hanging out, seeing each other before like official rumors yeah. started. So after that happened, Taylor and Harry were rumored to have gone on a date in New York and they were possibly spotted at the Russian Military Museum. So One Direction was rumored to be at the Bowery Hotel, but only Taylor Swift was the one that was spotted. But that same source that had said their fling had started um, in April also said that Harry said to Taylor something along the lines of like, you're amazing. I want to be with you. I want to do this. And then right after that, they left for Australia. Yeah. So it was kind of like, we met, you know, it's yeah. like one of those things like you go on a date or two and you're like, I really like you, but I'm like leaving the country. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So it's like, well, what what's going to happen? And it was really funny because that tip about being spotted about at the Russian military museum was just a tweet from just a random just person a, that was yeah. like, she said something like Taylor Swift. I saw you at the Russian military military. Oh, museum. Yeah. Your boyfriend is so hot. <laughs> and that I mean, is, he is that was speculated to be, to be about harry so so funny so in april 2012 so really just a couple weeks after they first met yeah so one direction has left they're on their they're on a world tour that's what's going on that's why they left um harry is seen kissing model emma ostley and she was featured in one of one direction's music videos gotta be you they were only seen one time though in new zealand while he was on tour but according to a taylor source for vanity fair in 2013 he texted taylor while they were on tour to alert her that there were like she was gonna see pictures online kind of like trying to get ahead of the situation and he said he was kissing a friend goodbye but when Taylor searched for the pictures, she discovered that they were making out with their hands all up in the, each other's hair. And I think that kind of turned her off a little oh, bit. Oh, for sure. And they lost touch after this for a little while. So interesting, though, that like he would text her yeah. to alert her. Like he clearly had some feelings for her yeah. and like didn't want to sever any of that. He didn't want to mess it up yeah. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe he made a mistake. And even then, like we, I don't even know that we can call it a mistake because they'd gone out. Yeah. Like they weren't even twice. official. Like he they could kiss official. whoever he wants. Yeah. He can do that. But it is telling that he would text her because he's probably like, shoot, I really like her yeah. and I would like to explore things with her, but she's going to see this. Yeah. And she's not going to like it. So it's complicated. Yeah. This is just oh, the beginning I thought, of the complication. We're a month in. <laughs> oh, man. So and then it was funny because on April 25th, Taylor, back in the day when Taylor was posting more casual Instagram posts. When everybody was posting yes, casual. Yes. It felt very like classic 
2012 cringy Instagram. Absolutely. <laughs> even for Taylor Swift. She posted like a carousel of photos um, and or a collage. I don't remember which of the two it was at the time. Yeah, it was a there wasn't carousels back then, huh? Um, there was a picture of like a screenshot of a song she was listening to on like Spotify or something. And the song title was Screaming Infidelities. And that's a song about missing a lover who cheated. So it was kind of this like sneaky, you know, like, hidden message. Kind oh, yeah. Of, like, which is totally what we would do back then. Oh, yeah. Like I think about even my Facebook statuses. Yeah. Back in like 2010, 2011, it would be like just lyric, like Taylor Swift yes. lyrics about some boy that did me wrong. And I'm just yes. like, I hate you. We are never getting back together. Yes. And so. Then it seems like, yeah, that just kind of ended things. Yeah. And then Taylor actually started dating Connor Kennedy in July. And she dated him from about July to October of 2012. So in early September, Taylor and Harry both performed at the MTV Video Music Awards. And then shortly after that, when One Direction was being interviewed, Zane from One Direction, they like asked them like who their celebrity crushes were, and Zane whispered Taylor Swift to Harry. And then later in September, Harry, if you don't know, Harry is like obsessed with tattoos. Yeah. He gets a tattoo like every two seconds, it sounds like. Especially in like this period, I swear. Yes. Every other article was like, then he got another tattoo, then he got another tattoo. He's very passionate about his tattoos. And so he got a tattoo that was a love banner tattoo on his chest. And it's really interesting because when Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble music video came out, that was shot in November. So shortly after that, it was actually shot on November 18th, which is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and released on Taylor's birthday, hey. December 13th. I had to say it. There you go. Um, so people speculate that that's like hinting at Harry in the music video, yeah. which I thought was super interesting. For real. And then in the fall of 2012, when was when the dating, the actual dating rumors kind of started. And then in an interview in November, Harry called Taylor a real lovely girl <laughs> and mentioned that there's someone that he likes. So now I feel like is where it really gets into like them actually dating the stuff that we were told about in the media. So on November 7th, Taylor wears Harry's necklace or one just like it. And it's that paper airplane necklace, which is also where the reference to lyrics like two paper airplanes flying comes from. And then about 10 days later, Harry visits Taylor during the X Factor rehearsals just ahead of her performance on the show. And people were saying they were spotted getting like really cozy and like they were not shy about any PDA. And somebody was quoted to say he was smiling at her while she rehearsed. And when she was done, he jumped up on stage, picked her up, put her over his shoulders and carried her off stage. And the whole crew was like really surprised. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. So cute. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but so many girls dreams. That is their dream. Oh yeah. And when doing and that's this such like young love yes. vibe too, which is yes. so cute. I love that. So in early December of 2012, they were then photographed walking together in Central Park. And I feel like that is one of the 
most iconic Taylor Harry pictures. Like if you've seen a Taylor Harry picture, that's probably the one you've seen. That's the one that I remember the most. And then they were also seen at Emma Stone's birthday party, which they were like looking like a couple then. Mm-hmm. So um, then there's lots of spotting of Harry coming and going from Taylor's hotel room. And then lots of articles saying that he was flying different flights. Um, he would like leave one directions fly and like fly to meet up with Taylor. And to the point of like, it was saying that he would fly because you know, One Direction would fly to New York, but Taylor was in LA or whatever. He would fly to LA instead of New York and it would add six hours each direction just to to see her travel so that he could see her. So cute. So crazy. (laughs) So December 13th, Taylor Swift's birthday. (laughs) It was her 23rd birthday and they celebrated in England where they were spotted holding hands while out and about on a romantic stroll. Harry seemed to introduce her to his mom and they were photographed feeding birds um, with his mom at the Manchester airport. A few days later, when Harry dropped her off, Taylor told an interviewer that she had the best birthday since I was about six years old, which is so sweet. It really is. Especially to me after like, all of the drama with Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and we'll get into that in another time. But like he basically ruined her birthday. Her birthday. <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that now she's like, Oh my gosh, this is the best birthday ever. And I'm sure it came even more so as just like the best birthday because somebody she was dating mm-hmm. did that for her. Yeah. Well, and like, it's cute that she said since she was six, because I feel like when you think back on birthdays, you can like think of like your favorite birthday party yeah. or whatever you had when you were a kid. And then as you get older, you get like kind of too cool for your birthdays. And then this yeah. is kind of like, like you said, her first birthday where like a guy she's dating is like treating her really well. Yeah. And I also read something that he had like 23 cause she was turning 23, 23 like cupcakes, cupcakes. special ordered for her that he like so picked cute. up for her. And so it's just like really thoughtful. And I think that meant a lot to her way to go, Harry. <laughs> so in this in the middle of december harry got another tattoo <laughs> surprise surprise of a ship on his arm and taylor actually went with him when he got this tattoo and it was at like 1 a.m and it is actually connected to the ship tattoo in the i knew you were trouble music video which is interesting. There's yeah, now like, like another tattoo, especially because this is now after the I Knew You Were Trouble music video came out. Yeah. But if you look at it, you will post um, a link where you can see a lot of these, the information we found from like tweets and stuff. So you can see the pictures. Um, we'll put link those in the show notes. But if you look in the music video, there's like the guy has a tattoo on like one of his arms Mm -hmm. and that's exactly where harry gets a tattoo of a ship interesting it's like just so weird to me though like why are you getting a matching tattoo for a video called i knew you were trouble i know like (laughs) it is it is kind of weird he's probably just like looks cool yeah yeah for sure for (laughs) sure like i need another tattoo come with me yeah it's, it's interesting so and then that December, later in December, was when they 
did their getaway to Park City with Selena and Justin. There's, you know, the pictures, if you've seen of them skiing. And this was the same trip that the snowmobiling accident happened and that landed Harry in the hospital. And it's really interesting because there actually isn't a lot of information about what happened that was shared publicly about the accident. And Taylor actually said this in an interview when someone asked her about like, kind of like, how did you like keep it out of the media and stuff? And she said, you know what I found works even better than an NDA looking someone in the eye and saying, please don't tell anyone about this. Most people are good people. And just saying like, if you're honest with people. Yeah. And if you, like she even said, she's like, most things that you hear about me or that's like a source from me, it's not one of my friends or family because they like respect me enough to yeah. not like be leaking things or whatever. It's probably, you know, someone of a someone, you know, yeah, exactly. And so I just thought that was cool that that was like a huge thing. Oh, a huge thing. But you can't find but anything fact, on it. Especially because they were in the hospital. Like there were plenty of oh, people yeah. that could have made comments about it. And so it's kind of cool that they were able to keep it as private. It's as really cool. Yeah. No, I agree. And even now, like I tried to deep dive into just the snowmobile accident mm-hmm. part and there really is nothing. Like, which is really cool to me because it's like, she clearly wanted that to be private. And the fact that it is private, I really think that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So New Year's Eve, Taylor performed at Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve in Times Square. And Harry and Taylor were seen. They shared a kiss at midnight to celebrate the new year. So still together. Things seem really good. And I loved this. Somebody tweeted, I just rode on an elevator with Harry Styles and Taylor Swift while they made out. And it was beautiful. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? That is something that I would feel if I was in an elevator and I watched them make out. That would be wild to be in that close of quarters. Right. (laughs) But I thought it was super interesting because their like New Year's Eve kiss. There's videos of it. Like you can search TikTok or whatever. It comes up. There's so many videos of it. and. They are like very much in the crowd. Like they don't have their own like big open space. Yeah. Private for them. I mean, they have their security around them and stuff, but like they are just like in the crowd, which Which I thought was so cool. I also feel like that adds to the like being young and in love. Mm -hmm. Like you're not separated. Like, and I think Taylor, I mean, clearly don't know, but I feel like Taylor likes being involved as much as she can in stuff like that, where it's like, I don't need to be away. Like I want to feel what it's like to like be in the crowd and participate with everybody and all this stuff and be a young 22 year old. Yeah. I don't remember what I was looking at when I saw this, but it was an interview with Taylor and someone asked her something. They were like, don't you just wish that like you could just go grocery shopping one day and like, it would be fine. She said, I go grocery shopping all the time. Like that's why I love living in New York. This was actually super interesting. I wasn't planning on talking (laughs) about this, but she, she was talking about the difference of paparazzi in New York versus LA and LA. They're like crazy in your face, like shoving video cameras in your face, like (sighs) right up in your business. But in New York, they're very, like in the bushes kind of okay like they let you do your distance they stay back and she was like it's kind of weird like it's literally like we have this relationship like yeah you know i'm here i know you're there 
that I appreciate you're keeping your space yeah. or whatever. And so she's like, I, I walk to the grocery store all the time. See, that's and cool. She likes to feel like she can do normal yeah. stuff like oh, that. Oh, for sure. Know? I mean, that was an old interview. I don't think she could do that anymore. Yeah. Personally. For sure. Um, but especially growing up and back then, like, I'm glad that she had those moments, especially as like a young 20 year old to be able to do those things. For sure. Okay. So this is where stuff kind of really starts to get interesting. So just a couple of days later on January 4th, they were photographed in St. John together. Um, Taylor actually left the Virgin Islands alone because this is where we get that iconic photo of Taylor on a boat wearing a blue dress all by herself. So if you have listened to the vault tracks, the song, is it over now? She says like blue dress on a boat. So basically they were saying like, she was leaving. So apparently Harry was like invited or like wanted to go hang out with, and I, I can't remember the name, but some famous person on a yacht, which also relates to the song, is it over now? And Taylor wanted it to be more of like a romantic weekend. And so that's why she left. And then January 7th, a source confirmed that they had split up following their getaway. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, because of how close that was with New Year's. Well, it's like their Park City getaway. New yeah. Year's, them breaking up, that happened within, within a matter of weeks. Yeah. And I mean, the whole part of from New Year's Eve to their confirmed split is seven days. Yeah. That's fast. That's way fast. Which also means like, I wonder how rocky it was before. Before. But if it was rocky before, you guys, it's about to get even more rocky. We will get into, we will get into how she felt the whole relationship. Yes. So. Which kind of makes sense. So that was kind of a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But, and it it kind of felt like at that point, their relationship just came to like a screeching halt. And I think for most of us, that's where we think of their relationship coming to an end. Oh, yeah. But was it? (laughs) We are going to dive a little bit deeper into the following years after the iconic blue dress on a boat photo. and kind of give the rest of the story that we know of. Yeah. Okay. So we're about a month later. So we're in February of 2013 now. And this is a month after the breakup. Swift broke into a mock English accent while actually performing. We are never, ever getting back together when she opened up for the 2013 Grammys. So I can't do an English accent, (laughs) but basically in an English accent, she goes, oh, so he calls me up and he's like, oh, you know, that whole little part. And then she ends with an American accent by saying, like, we are never getting back together. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That's very directed. Yes. Okay. So then two months later in April, Harry was apparently dating Kimberly Stewart, Rod Stewart's daughter, for a few months after his split with Taylor. So Kimberly was actually 33 and he was 19. They were actually introduced by mutual friends. She's like an American socialite TV personality and model, which I feel like becomes important later on. Yes. So Harry seems to date quite a few older women. Yeah. The woman he dated before Taylor actually, which I don't know why this is so cringy to me. Um, was Caroline Flack and she was 33 
and he was only 17. This is yeah, like that's... a John Mayer Taylor Swift situation. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like <laughs> it's so uh, young. Uh, too much. I also read somewhere while we were doing research that I just think this is funny if there's any other bachelor fans. But he tried to see if he could date Jillian Harris who was a former bachelorette. And I just thought that was really funny. So after he dated Kimberly, he actually dated Kendall Jenner. Um, but it was pretty short from like November, 2013 and just for a few months, but they did end up getting back together later in like 20, right from 2015 to 2016. Uh, in, t- in November, 2013, with Kendall Jenner, there were a lot of rumors that Harry and Taylor might be getting back together and that he was going to be helping her look at homes. Um, then Harry and Kendall have their first date on November 21st. And that day, Taylor tweets that she has listened to Colby Calais hold on 45 times, <laughs> 45 times. I mean, uh, so relatable to me. Yeah. But with Taylor a, songs, yes, I am a song repeater. Like, I could literally listen to the same song all day and yeah. not get sick of it. And so I totally get that, especially when you're really relating to it. Yes. And it says that the song lyrics hint at a relationship where she is feeling further away from the guy, but he tells her to hold on, possibly about her and Harry. So interesting. Yeah. Once again, those tweets. I'm just, I'm here for it. So in late November 2013, Courtney Cox, love her confirmed at the BMI awards that Taylor, Ed Sheeran, and someone else, people thought it could be Harry because they were friends, hung out at her Malibu beach house. And there were like a lot of rumors that Taylor and Harry were possibly seen together in Malibu for a while. And so then when she confirmed that Taylor did go to her Malibu house, a lot of people were like, Oh, like we knew Harry was in Malibu. It's got, he's got to be that other person. Mm-hmm. And then it was interesting because on Taylor's birthday this year, just one year after her birthday, when she was dating Harry, she tweets that she had the best birthday ever. <laughs> so probably a passive aggressive way of throwing shade at Harry because the previous year with Harry, she had said it was her best birthday since she was six. Crazy. So I feel like up to this point, I mean, we're almost coming up on like a year post breakup at this point. They weren't necessarily seen together besides maybe these few times, but there were just a lot of kind of little digs mm-hmm. and like little tweets or Facebook posts or Instagram, like whatever social media posts kind of hinting that like something's going on and like Taylor's might not be over this. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Taylor was busy touring the Red Album. She was writing 1989, and she just moved to New York um, during this time. And she wasn't really dating during this time, and she was just, like, really seen with her girl squad very often. Um, So in January 2014, Taylor writes the song, I Know Places. And in that song, she talks about how it's just a song about everybody's trying to figure us out and we have to keep this a secret because I've tried dating in the public. It doesn't work very well. Like, I feel like I only have a chance if we're doing this in secret. Yeah. Which to me, I feel like it's got to be her and Harry. For sure. But before, like when I heard that song, I totally got, I understood. I'm like, 
you're it's hard to date in the public eye yeah. you're talking about like you know doing it in secret and things like that but now knowing all the stuff about her and harry and how it seemed like they they broke up but like they were still kind of hanging on yeah. it's back and forth back and forth and before this they they were not shy about being seen in public yeah at all and so but now she's writing the song about like you know i know where we can go where people won't see us and we can you know explore this and i for sure think it's about harry oh absolutely um so then in october 2014 taylor releases 1989 which does give us a lot more clues into Harry Styles, into their relationship. Stay tuned. We are going to cover all of that. So that will be coming. And then December 2nd, 2014, Taylor and Harry are both seen at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show after party. So I read something with the after party that they didn't go together. And they kind of went with two separate groups of friends. Um, and Taylor Taylor performed at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. and. But I read that people did see them like they both went to like a they were in a hotel, I think, and they uh-huh. went to like a basement bar together or okay. something. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like they split off together. Interesting. Which just <laughs> plays into all this like back and forth. Like I just I feel like they they just weren't over each other. Oh yeah. But they also couldn't like keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. So this I thought this was super interesting. So in 2015, the Grammy Museum opens and Taylor is interviewed, and this is a quote from her. She says, The number one feeling I felt in the whole relationship was anxiety. This is her talking about her and Harry's relationship. Because it felt very fragile. It felt very tentative and it always felt like, okay, what's the next roadblock? What's the next thing that's going to deter this? How long do we have before this turns into just an awful mess and we break up? Is it a month? Is it three days? And so, you know, I think a lot of relationships can be very solid and that's kind of what you hope for, what you hope for it to be solid and healthy, but that's not always what you get. And it doesn't mean that it's not special and extraordinary just to have a relationship that's fragile and somehow meaningful in that fragility, she said. So that says a lot. Oh, absolutely. And I think it explains all the back and forth and probably why it didn't last very long. Oh, absolutely. Because there was no stability. Like she felt, she never felt stability. Like honestly, I mean, as bad as this is, and again, I don't know that a lot of things were mistakes by Harry, but I wonder if she just like didn't have the trust yeah. in him, you know? For like, sure. That would be really, really hard to date someone that literally everybody wants. That yeah. would be, I could not do that. Well, and I think, and we'll get in more of this when we talk about the songs, but I do think that they were so on again, off again, that it was like, she couldn't necessarily be upset with him because mm-hmm. they like weren't dating. So it was fine that he went off with another girl. But like, if you still have feelings for somebody that sucks, yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that. And so you're probably just anxious the whole time being like, okay, well like we'll get back together. Yeah. Oh, well our no now, like now it's over. Yeah. 
Well, actually, like, well, like I just saw him a month later. Yeah. Like, okay, now we're gonna get back together. Like I saw him last night. So like, what does that mean? Yeah. And then like nothing comes of it. What does that mean? You're just always wondering. Yeah. Anxious. So that was in early 2015, and then in March 2015 was when Taylor started dating Calvin Harris. In May of 2015, Taylor hosted a Billboard Awards after party and invited One Direction. Harry did not go. He did not attend, and a source said that he realized the party wasn't a good idea, so he flew back to L.A. solo. Which is really interesting. Yeah. He's probably like, her and Calvin are going to be there, Yeah, I don't want to see it. Oh, for sure. Well, and again, we'll talk about this with the songs, (laughs) but there is a song that he writes that I'm sure was about this whole situation. Yeah, for sure. So in April 18th of 2017, Harry does an interview where he says, when I see photos from that day, um, and he's like referencing their first date in Central Park, he says, I think relationships are hard at any age. And adding in that you don't really understand exactly how it works when you're 18, trying to navigate all that stuff didn't make it easier. I mean, you're a little bit awkward to begin with. You're on a date with someone you really like. It should be that simple, right? It was a learning experience for me. But the heart of it, I just want it to be a normal date. And then um, when asked if he had a message for Taylor Swift, Styles just thanks her for their time together and the way that it's inspired him. And he goes on to quote, certain things don't work out. There's a lot of things that can be right and it's still wrong. He says, in writing songs about stuff like that, I like tipping a hat to the time together. You're celebrating the fact that it was powerful and it made you feel something rather than this didn't work out and that's bad. And if you run into that person, maybe it's awkward. Maybe you have to get drunk, but you shared something. Meeting somebody new, sharing those experiences is the best shiz ever. So thank you. So then March 2nd of 2020, Harry says what he thinks of her songs about him. And he says, I think about what it means to me to write a song about somebody else. And for somebody else to do that, it's like flattering. Even if that song isn't that flattering, you still spend time on it. And ultimately, using Taylor as an example, she's a great songwriter. So at least they're good songs, he said. I love that. And it's I think their relationship is really interesting to look at, too. And again, again, I get into it with the songs. But it's kind of fun that they're both songwriters. Oh, yeah. And that they're both writing songs about each other. Yeah. And because I didn't realize just... how many songs Harry actually supposedly, quote unquote, <laughs> has written about her. Yeah. And how much, like, we're now getting clues to that after deep diving into this and hearing the vault songs and everything. Also, they broke up in 2013. Seven years later, people are still asking him about their relationship in 2020. Yeah. That just like is so crazy to me. That is crazy because that's a long, long, long time. Yeah. Like people were not still asking her about her and Calvin Harris or yeah. Or whoever. (laughs) Connor Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So obviously people knew like it was a little different. Yeah. I mean, they were both like two of the biggest pop stars oh absolutely so that was a huge deal too but so in march of 2021 they actually reunited at the grammys and they chatted in the audience and i think people were really excited oh yeah i remember that. like all the chatter about they were kind of like people oh were. 
they're friends. Like they're on good terms. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> and then in February of 2023, Harry and Taylor, this is when people really lost their mind. Yeah. Was this February, Harry and Taylor shared a hug at the Grammys and she gave him a standing ovation after he won album of the year. And people on the internet lost their minds, yeah. especially because, you know, people are excited about the re-records coming up. Yeah. And I think this is when people really started to hope for Styles, Styles. featuring Harry Styles. <laughs> because they're like, oh my gosh, they're buddies. And she's like, probably re-recording 1989. And like, this is so exciting. But I mean, I think it was cute to see like them being friendly. Yeah. Her supporting him. But I still think that they just, I think the overarching theme of all this is that neither of them really ever felt total closure. Yeah. And it was almost just like this open-ended thing for years and years. And we don't really know when that ended. Yeah. You know, like when, when was like, and I think, I mean the song is it over now yeah that title is so telling like was it over then is it over then is it over now yeah is it not over like when when is that clear line of like it is over yeah you know i do like there was a lot more even that we didn't include in here because there was a lot of like different people tweeting different things that they'd seen or like tweets of theirs kind of making connections to different places they were at. So we will link a Tumblr page that you can read all of those tweets because I think that that does show a lot more too of the after like 2014, 2015 and how that just even how much more they were yeah. really connected. They were spotted in the same areas. Like for example, they were both spotted in London at this, in the same time frame, but not together. Yeah. And with how often that happened, it could not just be a oh, yeah. coincidence. You yeah. know what I mean? So those were going to be harder for us to like throw into this outline. So we will put those in the show notes for you to read over because they were fascinating to they me. Were. <laughs> they really were. So that wraps up our overview of Harry and Taylor's relationship. But get ready because this episode is just preparation for our deep dive next week on Taylor's songs speculated to have been written about Harry. And these songs give us an up close look at what Taylor and Harry's relationship really felt like. There's so, and there's so many more than you probably realize yeah. because there's way more than I realized. Oh, absolutely. Same. Yeah. If you enjoyed our podcast, we would love it if you shared it with all of your Swifty friends. And then if you would leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening, that is just extra helpful as well. Thanks for tuning in on this typical Tuesday night. And we'll meet you here again next week because we never got a style. 